I'm not, I'm not uh, that well acquainted with you. First of all, Andre, uh, here we have this week on Piper's Pit, of course, Andre the Giant, uh, supposedly the biggest man in the world ever. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, where are you from, Andre? I'm sorry, do, do you speak English? Uh, where, Andre, where do you come from? None of your business. If, if, if the questions are too hard for you, I will try to bring them down a little so you can understand. I understand big body, little tiny weeny brain. I can understand that. That's very simple. Let's, let's get right down to facts. Is it not true that John Studd himself took the largest man like yourself supposedly in the world and picked him up and slammed him? Is it not true that John Studd slammed you? Never. Are you telling me that John Studd never slammed you? You trying to tell me at 540 pounds, whatever you are, that you cannot be slammed? Are you understanding English or not? I told you that one time. At 520 pounds, if I had given five minutes, I could slam you myself. I don't care. You're saying John Studd at 520. Wrestling fans, Mr. Technical here, Barry Horowitz, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the friggin' ass choppy. Your show, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Dark Satellite Media. Vita time. This is an underrated theme. I forgot about this theme. 
You know the Jim Johnson special? This is, that's underrated. It is. Episode 400 and... Fuck, what is it? 400 and... Let me see. I think it's 442 Woo! of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. We're live to tape today. Live to tape. We had to do a... Um, as Jay would say, we had. What, what, what did you say yesterday? We had to do a, a call it in the ring. Call it in the ring. Yeah, we called it in the we ring. We don't have time. We don't have time to go over our match. We're just gonna call it in the ring. Listen to the crowd. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> All right. We are live to tape on Rant DM, Rant Entertainment Media, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of the uh, Dark Satellite Media, part of um, all of that. I tell you, man. I uh, listen to this. Uh, of course, Vader. You know, this is what I always say: where WWE gets this stuff wrong is the the idea of you're putting them in post. I can never say this word posth- posthumously. Uh, you know, he 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 inducted Stan Stan. You know, Stan Hansen three four years ago. Yep. The perfect time was a year later, and I think say I don't even know. I don't even think he made it a year later, but still. So, a long time coming for uh, Big Van Vader. Yeah, Vader, congratulations. He'll be the first, I think, the second inductee in this year's WWE Hall of Fame Mania weekend. They're not calling it night one and night two. They're calling it WrestleMania Saturday Saturday. and Sunday. Stupid. So, I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, Just a couple of things, new news and notes. Uh, You're getting a bonus episode of Terminal Throwbacks Sunday night. Uh, yeah. 9 p.m. my time, our time, and then 6 o'clock uh, West Coast time. Commissioner Squires will be joining us for the um, the mid-card, mad- mid-card March Madness uh, <laughs> tournament bracket listings. I just got uh, Jay's list of, of wrestlers, which like I, I'm looking at now, like 70% of them are already on the yeah, list. Yeah, they're already on the list. Right, So, um, and the brackets are going to be randomly done, a website. It's a spin the wheel website. I like that. So you put all the wrestlers in the wheel, and they and they get randomly picked. That's how I do my my fantasy baseball when I do my my strat my solo projects. Mm-hmm. I'll put the team. I have a, a tournament right now. Strat's got a set called Diamond Gems, and they take World Series teams from each decade, and they make sets of them. So okay. like it's like you know like I think it's like sixteen teams or whatever it is. So like this one's the Diamond Gems '80s teams versus the '90s teams. Okay, right. So I have um so it's like the eighty four um the eighty four Tigers versus the eighty one Yankees I had last week. Good fucking game. I was just gonna say Tigers squeezed it out. They were great Tigers had a great team eighty four. I was gonna say now it's something you go on stats, right? Is it is it Well what I'll based? do is I'll go the only difference is I'll use a, a, a universal DH if it's a if it's a national league team, I'll always use DH because the pitch the pitching cards are terrible when they bat. It's okay. a, it's almost like an automatic out. Yeah. But um, I do everything exactly. I do. The, I'll do the World Series lineup of whatever game I pick, and then uh, you know I pick the stadium, which uh, I flip a. So they played in Detroit that that day. They they barely won. The Yankees had a good squad in '81. I think they beat the Dodgers, or the Dodgers beat them. I think in the World Series. That was the um, that was the Blue Monday fucking uh, year. The year they beat Montreal, the Dodgers. Okay. They the the, the Expos were like flying high, and then the and then. This this dude comes off the bench. He's batting like maybe I don't know, not even two hundred probably. This guy Rick Monday, and he hits a home run against the dog. To this day, he's not allowed in some restaurants. Ah. He went to a restaurant like a bunch of years ago after, the, and then they asked him to leave. And he's like, "What's the matter? We just ordered drinks." Because I don't care about me. Those four dudes over there want to beat you up. <laughs> they take their shit seriously up there in Canada, in in uh, a Canada. Oh yeah. So shout out to Canada. 
and fuck Rick Monday, apparently. Oh, yeah, right? You fucking hate Rick Monday hate. So I do the whole wheel thing. So I did it with the with the wrestlers. And it's basically just, you know, mid-card guys from like 87 to like 90 and 91. The only criteria is you could not have had the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. So you're not going to see, um, you're not going to see Bret Hart. You're not going to see Mr. Perfect. You're not going to see Ricky Steamboat or Randy Savage or uh, Greg Valentine or Don Morocco or yeah. Tito Santana. I ain't no catch. You're not going to see them. You're not going to see Texas Tornado, unfortunately. Um, you're not going to see uh, the Mountie. You know, you're not going to see those guys. Let's go Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Is- <laughs> so the thing, the thing is, though, and that's the only the only criteria we, we had was that. And I, I got some I, I got some heat this week on the social media. Um, not heat, but, you know, you know just a, um, so apparently um, our buddy Eric, uh, Midwest Eric, didn't didn't think that. Because we mentioned on, on the show last week that some tag teams break up. You know, we always talk about how tag teams break up. Mm-hmm. And one guy becomes better than the other guy, like you know, a la Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, shit like that. Yeah. But you know, people forget when the Killer Bees were a team, Brunzel was a prominent tag wrestler in Minnesota and in, in that area. And of course, he's biased because Eric's from Minnesota, which is which is fair because we're New York biased here as well, <laughs> right? But he, but no one, no no one realizes how decent of a career B. Brian Blair had. Yeah. I mean, besides Cheeky Baby smacking him in the face, <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the Grams booked him hardcore down in, 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 in Florida. He fought everybody down in Florida. Well, I didn't realize that he, his vast, like you said, the stuff that AWA, obviously, we, we all know about. And, oh, Brunzel, yeah. yeah. And Brunzel was a predominantly... Brunzel was, was an, is another one that... Is high flying, yeah, and then and then he became a job guy after they broke up. Yeah, but he fought good matches, right? Yeah. But I got I got stuff online uh, with Blair. Blair fought Jake Roberts, Kevin Sullivan, the Destroyer, um, a, a bunch of fucking. Uh, he fought Dusty Rhodes. He fought mm-hmm. Kevin Sullivan, a bunch of guys. So, um, you know, it's uh, but so I they're both in the tournament, by the way. Um, just you know, accolades alone, it's like you know, there's so many guys that you know. I, I had, I had one at one point. The list was at 76. Yeah. So we got to break it down to 68. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm going to break them up into regions of Java regions. We'll have the Barry Horowitz region. I like that. We'll have the um the Brooklyn Brawler region. I am Mike Sharp. I am Mike Sharp region, which is Canada probably. In, yeah. In, in north, <laughs> maybe maybe the Pacific North. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, and we'll do we'll do like last year. We'll put the we'll put the brackets online. You guys can vote, and then WrestleMania weekend we're gonna be doing um the the, the finals, and then we'll we'll book the match. We'll put it we'll put them in a match together for for the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, uh, double. If you listen to this week's rant, well, this past Tuesday, Double A announced the lineup for the rant. Um, I believe we are gonna be on Friday night. And then Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So we're going to be doing uh, this year. It's WrestleMania 8. Yes. And WrestleMania. What are we doing? I think we're doing this month or next month. We're doing the, the 20th anniversary of what, 2002. Was it 2002? Yeah. We're going, to do, we're going to be doing that one and WrestleMania 8, which is your favorite. Yep. And then we're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to be on the 35th anniversary round table of WrestleMania 3. Get out, okay. That too. So there's not going to be a rant that Tuesday before Mania. It's going to be me, Double A, Tony C, probably Surfer, probably Matt, probably a bunch of people who want to call in. The, you know, so Tuesday night I'm going to be on that doing that. 
Um, he's got the entire he's got the, the entire week, and then up until next that following week of of just you know shows. The Wizards are gonna be doing the rest of the week. We all we always have this is like the busiest time of year for Randy M because we always I was just do, gonna say yeah they always go all out. We always go all out for Mania, and then um the the Friday the the Sunday show we're probably gonna pre the, we're probably gonna review night one and then preview night two, mm-hmm. and then on all that. During that whole thing, that weekend, the Ring of Honor episode I recorded with Mod Spock is going up as well. Hell yeah. Celebrating the 20th anniversary of Ring of Honor's first show. So um, that's going to be interesting. It's just, we're going to add. So Turnbuckle Throwbacks is going to have three episodes that week. And Killing it. Yeah. And then, of course, Friday night, we're going to be, it's the Hall of Fame. So all, in between everything else, we're going to be doing Hall of Fame shit. And, um, you know, so it's going to be live. So keep it locked to Rant EM Radio. Double A has all the social media stuff. Stuff on unlock in terms of uh, of information. Anything changes, obviously, we'll let you know. And of course, you know. So that's pretty much it. So so we were gonna have a live show tonight. Choppy um, is stuck at work tonight. I'll probably give me a hand something something personal. And then uh, Mr. Mom over here decides to fucking yeah put double triple book himself as usual. So we're gonna be live to tape today. It's funny how uh, you, you you go sober and then still somehow or another you still uh, always end up doing the same shit. Like I used to do it all the time. I used to, I used to bounce from party to party. Be like, yo, where you gotta go? I got I got another party after this. Like, oh, you, Mister Popular. Like, no, I'm a fucking idiot and just say yes to everything. <laughs> that's the, that's the main thing. Well. <sighs> Hopefully soon enough you'll balance it all out. Yeah, it's, it's it's it seems it seems to be balancing out a little bit. So we got to see how it's going to play out. Things things are going. Listen, at the end of the day, everybody's happy, healthy, you know. So th- th- there's not much to it. It's just I, I I had a I was talking to a friend last night. We used to go to concerts all together uh, all all the time, and she's she's pregnant now with her second kid. And uh, I just looked at it dead serious. I was like, could you imagine a time? Could you even squeeze in a concert right now? She goes, I don't know where, but out of nowhere, like time just stopped. Like, and it's not even that, but like all this stuff came together. And like, it's, and it's like, I haven't talked to her in months because I didn't, you know, I didn't even realize. It's like, next thing you know, you blink your eyes and nine months is gone, you know? So it's like, holy shit. You know, speaking of concerts, I, um, I'm going to a concert next Saturday. Ironically, it was a, a, a tickets that were bought like last August. So some it's some nineties like dance concert like it's freestyle like, freestyle. It's got some hip hop in it. Little it's, TKA. Little uh no, nah, it's got Black Sheep is gonna be there okay. and Lizette Melendez and Robin S and whatever whatever. But I want to go see Sticks. Oh God, yeah. So I saw Sticks open for Def Leppard. I told you a bunch yeah. of, a few years ago. Will and Lou. And and sticks blew and Def Leppard was great, but sticks blew sticks them away. Amazing. Even without Dennis, yeah, Dennis uh, the Young, yeah. So they're playing like on a Wednesday night this week coming up in Beacon at, at the Beacon or I forget or Radio City I forget, and they're playing like two albums and I'm like, uh, you know, twenty five year old Phil is like, yeah, work a ten hour shift, then go and then go and then work a ten hour shift the next day. But forty-seven-year-old feels like you're an idiot. Because if you go to the show, you're gonna you're not getting out of there till eleven. You're not getting home till almost one in the morning, and you got to be up at fucking four thirty in the morning and go to work, fatty. You're not doing yeah. it, you know. But, and and that's and that's what I said too. I was like, I I can't even imagine. And, and it just it, it's listen. I mean, granted, first world problems. Don't get me wrong. 
You yeah, know, no, but, we're, just, we're just venting. We're just you being know, silly. But like out of nowhere, like I just go, I couldn't even squeeze in a concert if I wanted to. Yeah. Like I'm just out of nowhere, it's, it seems like. But it, yeah. listen, good problems to have. Do, don't get me wrong, please. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're all good problems to have. But, yeah. you know, and... You know, I this whole con now we got baseball back, so now I'm like baseball back fully. I put in for opening day off. I don't know if I'm going. Um, I just I'm still a little like, uh, you know. But um, I must tell you, it's been you know they they're, they're they're taking they're loosening the leash a little bit. Yeah. Um, with the mask, I mean, we do, they lifted the mandate this this past week with the uh, with the indoors and stuff like that. We used to have to wear it in hospitals and and you know in health places and you start wearing wear them on the bus and trains and whatnot. Yeah. But you know it doesn't make it easy for a lot of people to just to jump into a crowd. Like I you know I went to those two AEW shows and I was like oh yeah I went to that that freestyle concert oh now I'm going to this concert I'm like oh boy you know well there is something about it you know like yeah. I, even me like where I, I don't want to say I was laxed I don't think laxed is the right word right but, right 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 but you know I. I I wore a mask when I had to, you know, and it was, it was yeah. funny. I was talking about it with a buddy at work where never ne- somehow or another never got it. And, you know, I got I got the the shot or whatever. But like even before then, like, you know, never, never got it. But like, you know, there but we went. Where did we go? Where I gave I gave Taves the look like like, oh, this is a little weird. Oh, we went to go see. um Marlon Wayans. This was months ago. Six oh, months the comedy ago. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. We went like six months ago, or whatever it was, and it was like I remember being in there and just going, "If it's it's a weird feeling." It is, and it's like, and I'm not, and I'm not like I said, I'm never one to to really kind of like give into it, but it was just like weird. It's like, wow, I haven't done this in so long. I I may not even know how to act. Yeah, New Japan's coming back to Philly in May. Ooh, but it's a Sunday. Ah. Uh. So it's like, you know, Rob's like, yeah, let's go. It's a 5 o'clock bell time. I'm like, yeah, 5 o'clock bell time. They'll be done by 9 o'clock, 9.30. By the time we get out of there, get to the car, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. We get home, it's almost midnight. I got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah, man. It, and, and that's what I mean. Like, it's and, – and, and I think that's some of it, too, is like – and that I, Philly crowd doesn't give a shit either with the masks and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting that out there. They got to the Philly. They got to oil down the poles if they win the fucking sports game. Let alone it's insane <laughs> over there. <laughs> so it's insane over there. But uh, yeah, you know. So but, shout out to Aaron and all our Philly folks. Down we got to see. We got to see. I I got to. Uh, so hopefully soon. I I agree. But like sticks, they're playing with Ario Speedwagon. I don't. Fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Them, I seen Ario Speedwagon open up. Again for for Def Leppard. With Def Leppard, same thing. Really good. I like. They're them. really good live. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of fucking Ariel Speedwagon. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I like all them fucking light yeah. FM, light FM arena rock bands. They- oh, I gotta tell you this: the greatest. Literally, it's it's honestly, Meat and Tape is great, but this is the second greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm in. Not the, terminal. That's, that's, a, third? that's, a, that's third. That's third. Oh, this okay. is surpassed. It. You'll okay. see why. Okay. Malika's six years old. She's in the back seat. I showed her this song weeks ago. All of a sudden, she puts on the song because that's the new thing now. Kids can't wait for a song to come on the fucking radio. Oh, like like oh, like we had to wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let alone we never. When I was in the car, I never even got a chance to. I, I, no, because your parents comedy the radio. Yeah, we're yeah. Listen, we're listening to news. You listen to fucking Hall and Oates, and you like it. <laughs> so, he, so all of a sudden, she puts on Mr. Biggs to be with you. Oh, I'm in. I'm in the driver's seat. She has my phone. And and I I literally is the most proudest moment I've ever had, probably I, I'm gonna say as a human that I just go oh 
And and Tavis says it's it's my you know I'm trying to play God now with her, but I'm like no, like I'm just showing her great music and she's singing along. I'm like she's listened to it on her own. I was like that's even better. So to me, you know, that's that's the one of the greatest things that's ever happened during my time away. Yeah. So it's funny you say, Mister Big. I was I had a conversation at work because we have a girl at work. She's in her late twenties. She's already got two kids, but now she, now they're old like they're a little older. Yeah. So she's like um. So she's living a little bit now. She's starting to date again. She's hanging out. And she's always coming in with these fucking rock shirts from my Target. Like, she's got Def Leppard. Oh, she's she, got yeah. ACDC. So I'm like, I said, Sarah, do you really like these bands? She said, yeah, I like this band, that band, that band. I'm like, you know, I said, I said, okay. I said, because I like who, who talk about Extreme. And I said, listen. Okay. I said, I like Gary Sharon. I really like Van Halen 3. Van Halen I saw them at the Garden. Yep. Can I tell you, because of her, I've been cranking that fucking album all week. Van Halen 3 is a very underrated album. That album, I just recently Fire in the Hole, it. Without You. Uh, um, Josephine. Josephine. Um, what's the other song I like? Not with that. Um, Fire in the Hole, Without You. Um, the One I Want. Su- is that Young what the man, one? Yeah. Um, the one I want, one I want. And he's Superman. He looking for Lois. <laughs> That's a good fucking song, man. Yeah, I, like I said, I very under, and I just recently I I just listened to it because I was listening to um, they said a bunch of the the songs that were on the new album. Oh, what, what was the name of it? Different, not different. Devil. The 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 new the the last album with Van Halen and and David Lee Roth. They said it was a bunch of songs that was supposed to be for the next Van Halen album with Sharon. Yeah. So I was like, let me li- let me listen to this album. And I was like, holy shit, it's actually not that bad. No. Gary Sharon. But he, that dude could sing his yeah. ass. So, I mean, it, it's so, f- like these bands, they, they tour and you're people like, oh, I don't, and, and now it's like people older than me, like a couple of years older than me, because I'm pushing 50 now and I'm like, and you're pushing 40 almost and it's like, holy shit, man. These bands are still around. Ario Speedwagon and and, yeah. and and Extreme, Mr. Big, and I. St- I still say one of the greatest sets of music I've ever seen, and it was it was a Kid Rock concert. I love I love Kid Rock, but uh, he had. He, I, I like Kid Rock when he's off social media. But yeah, okay. he went. But he, Foreigner opened up. I saw Foreigner also. Foreigner opened up, and they didn't give you. It, you know, he gave them time. You know, they had an hour, hour set, whatever it was. And it's just hit after hit after hit. And it was just like, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I will put Lou Graham's voice. And he, now the new guy, he's not even new anymore. He's been in the band for 20 years. Yeah, Kelly Hansen. Kelly yeah. Hansen. Yeah. But I, I saw them headline at fucking City Field. Yeah. I took my mom. Yeah. And my mom lost the shit. But I'll tell you right now, I'll put Lou Graham in that genre against anybody. That dude is so underrated in yeah. terms of, I'm telling you, and I, no disrespect to REO and, and Air Supply and fucking any of those other bands, but like, yo, he has it. Yeah. Like, and I love, and his, even his solo stuff, Midnight Blue and all that shit. Yeah. But let me tell you, man, those bands, you don't even, we wrote a new record, no one cares, dude. No one cares. Just play the hits. <laughs> Iron, <laughs> Maid does, Iron Maid does this to me every fucking tour. Dickinson is amazing. If you ever see, if you're a, if you're a metalhead or a metal fan, if you've never seen uh, Iron Maiden live, you are doing yourself a disservice because Bruce Dickinson is absolutely. Yeah. Br- I mean that band is amazing, but Dickinson 
is one of the greatest frontmen in terms of live. He's one of the best live frontmen ever. Yeah. Right? And he could sing his balls off, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking pilot. He flies commercial planes yeah, for funsies. Flying the band around. Yeah, he's a fucking nutbag. But I'm telling you right now, he puts on that voice. That, yeah. but hey, we got we got a new song for you. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. No, just open up with fucking Aces High and end with Run to the Hills. But you know what? I it's funny. I guess getting older. I can kind of understand it. Yeah, of course. And I, being I, a musician, too. Yeah, like I, I can kind of understand it in the sense of, like, this is what I do. You know, yeah, I know. You guys just want me to hit, play the hits. I get it. But I also, this this is what keeps me doing it. Like, I have to play. Like, Cheap Trick is a great example. Cheap Trick has, they've always had hits, like, every fucking decade. Right. And... And uh, they, even, they, they they had an Elvis song that hit number one. Yeah, that you know, like in the eighties, it's, it's, like it, it's amazing. And they um, and like they're still cranking out new they are, shit. They are. And like I said, who the fuck cares? You know, just that's like Rush before before P- Neil Peart passed away. Yeah, they had hits almost every decade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were another one. And ACDC they, had a hit every ACDC. decade. And you know, like, but then there's a the part of me that's going. It's even like even like with wrestlers, like, like. The movie The Wrestler really kind of gave it like a negative connotation of like the wrestler, and and it's I'm not saying it's not true. It's just a negative part part of it. But there's also the wrestler who I remember for Warriors of Wrestling, Haku came out came around. Yeah, and this dude was just fucking aces, and you could just tell he was somebody that was kind of happy to be there. He was he was very cordial, very you know very approachable, and um. He was he was great, and you could tell that he's he's not doing it. He's like, hey, I could still perform. Rikishi was another one. I could still perform. Um, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you know, I'm not writing any really new good stuff, but I could still perform that type of thing. Where it's like that's what's driving you is is the the performance aspect of it, and uh, you could see guys, and we we're gonna see it. You know, possibly see it. Uh, coming soon with, you know, uh, maybe we use this as a segue with the, uh, you know, Austin. That's a great segue because we're gonna, we're gonna stick to WWE. You want you want to hear the promo? Or? Yeah, because I, I was gonna, I I really want to shout this promo out. Now let's play the promo because you can kind of see he comes he comes through. For, first off, top notch, nice production. That's why WWE is the shit, bro. I'm, they did the best in production. I'm sorry. Yeah. Say what you want about them, but their but their production. This is, is why they. This is why they're number one. Sorry, but I will. I, I'll, I'm going to criticize it only for a for for a decent reason. Austin's pulling up in one of those. Uh, the Polaris, fuck. The Polaris was it off runners? What do they call those yeah. things? Mule, I think. Yeah. Nineteen years ago, I wrestled my last match in a WWE ring. After three rock bottoms, one, two, three. I lost the match. And for 19 years, I've had to live with that defeat knowing my time was up. Kevin Owens, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for waking something up deep inside me that I've kept buried for 19 years. Ever since you started running that damn mealy mouth of yours talking about the state of Texas, the great state of Texas, you got my attention. And why would you want to do that, Kevin? I, I can like think that. of two reasons. One, you are one dumb son of a bitch. And two, 
You are fixing to get your ass kicked by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whether you want to call this a KO show, a match, a fight, a brawl, whatever, I will guarantee you this. In Dallas, Texas, where I started my career at WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to open up one last can of whoop ass on you, Kevin Owens. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. When the glass hits, that's when, your ass. When there's, there's two things that stand out, for me at least. One, when he was saying whether it's a fight, all this stuff. Like, Austin should have went to what? He should he should have just uh, just a small callback to in it. the desert though. Yeah, of course. Like okay. he should have did it. Like what? You know he because you know he's got that kind of personality where he can kind of do that stuff. Uh, but the other thing is, you can tell, and maybe it's just because I, I remember Stone Cold and maybe how you feel about Punk sometimes. His his the the rep like. Like the repetition of doing promos, how seamless they are. It didn't seem forced, but maybe because it's produced, it just didn't feel good. I still got a great feeling. Still can't wait for. It got me amped for the match, and it's 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 official, right? I think it is going to be a match. I don't know because this is. I I had no criticism for the promo. Yeah, my I, I, don't, don't get me wrong. My I, criticism was fucking was was Jim Ross. Yeah. Oh, what did? Apparently, Jim Ross after the, after the promo hit, he said he spoke to Austin, and Austin's a perfectionist, and he may work out and he may be in decent shape, but you know, it, it you know he doesn't it, he he may not he's not gonna wrestle. He's gonna show up and whatever whatever. He just downplayed the entire thing. And and we're going to AEW after the break because I want to I want to de- I want to dig into WWE a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you know I'm like you know wh- this is like a norm now with these bitter Bettys, him Punk, Matt Hardy, like you know I I get it like you you did your thing whatever and you and they didn't do what you wanted them to do in terms of your character or salary or whatever the case may be. You know, Punk, and I'll get into that. I'll get into that when we do AEW. But like, I I have no, I don't know why Jim Ross had anything negative to say. He's still getting paid from those guys. Like he's getting royalties, selling his fucking barbecue sauce on the yeah. web. AEW, like Jim Ross has been nothing but gold in terms of in in Vince's. Life. I mean, he he had the one of the best positions in the game at that point. He, he was talent relations. He was the guy. He if you wanted to get signed, that was he was he was. Pre Johnny East, you know, he was post Bruce Pritchard for a little while. There's certain things that I, I, this listen. I left a very decent private ambulance company job for fifty cents more an hour mm-hmm. for several reasons. One, because my career was going to be was going to be better in terms of broadness and uh, and 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 doing more with my with my my EMT license, right. And I also became an. I also officially became a dispatcher a couple of years after that. Right, that was one. Two, there was more opportunity for me to grow in the in the in in the, in where I am now. Right, not a lot, but a little bit. And three, I saw the writing on the wall because all my friends were leaving and they were moving on. I mean, the place folded a couple of years afterwards. Uh huh. There you go. Right, but it was like okay, but when you you yeah, but you know you leave. 
I didn't say fuck those guys and this, that, and the third. I didn't, you know, I I was bitter at some of the, they didn't pay me what I wanted to pay me. I didn't like the schedule I got before I left because I hadn't had seniority. But I didn't publicly go and chastise them because I made lifelong friends there. To this day, I still have friends. I actually work with one dude that we worked together that day, that day over there. So it's like, you know, we, we're last of the Mohicans. So it's like. This happens a lot with sports too. Like guys will get traded, yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, I did, like," or they'll leave. Like the guy from the Mets, uh, he's in the Cubs now. This kid Stroman, he's from Long Island, and he, as soon as he left, he was like, "Oh, the Mets did, did you know, they're racist, they're this, they're." This. Meanwhile, he when he was with us, every day posting, "I can't wait to get the City Field. I can't wait to be with my team. I can't wait to play in front of my hometown." Da, 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 da. But then he he's, he's a Cub, and it's like, "Fuck the Mets." I'm like, "You know what, dude? It's like." At what point are you genuine? So now I'm starting to question these guys. They're 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 genuine. They're they're, they're uh, what's the, not the word I want to use? Not genuine. Um, authenticity. Authenticity. Correct. I mean, Jim Ross is an old man. He doesn't have. He doesn't even have to be on TV or. I mean, he doesn't have to be on camera. Post AEW, he comes. He should do his job two hours a week and shut the fuck up and go home. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be on social media. He ain't got to be doing interviews if he doesn't have to. He just wants to be relevant. That's the problem with pro wrestling. People don't want to lose their spotlight. It's a Dusty thing. It's a Flair thing. It's a Hogan thing. These guys do not want to lose their spot. Even even The Rock got um, on social media and responded to what Punk had to say uh, at the AEW press conference. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to first off hear this. And I'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll get into that after the break. I I got, like you said, I, I agree because like you said this this never really happened in the old days but what's different now is that we're we're in a we're in a I don't want to say clickbait but like it there's no bad press like you said you like what I always say about Jim Jim Cornette like Cornette I I I still believe he like Cornette's still reviewing AEW stuff I think if he felt strong enough that he really did hate the product he wouldn't even watch it but he does it because one, his fans want to hear his take. But also, the the people that hate Cornette want to hear what he has to say about a product that they like. And it's it's that it's that it's that clickbait mentality. Oh, I want to see what Jim Ross is saying. Jim Ross kind of said that in a sense of, you know, I hope. Let's just say he said it because in a sense of trying to keep kayfabe. You know, like oh, the Austin I know, and because Austin said it many a times when he if if he were ever to come back, it would be he would want a run. He would want a a six month at least six month run. Is um, that going to happen after Mania? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. What I think this is going to be because he did mention something, and it's if you remember, he came back during WrestleMania a few years to say Starland. Uh, I can't think of the Cowboy Stadium. He came back and when, when WrestleMania was in Dallas, 32, 33, whatever it was, yeah. he came back then. And when he first retired after, after what was it, the match with Bischoff or whatever? Is that he, your girl? Uh, that's, uh, what's her face right there? Dolan? Uh, Gigi Dolan? Gigi Dolan, yeah. That's your girl right there. Oh, yeah. Love she takes that out red Puerto hair. Rican China with a lead pipe. Love that red hair. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. And so, but, and then years ago in 05, when Austin had to retire again, or third time, whatever it was, it was at Dallas. And there's that idea that he started in the Sportatorium. He started in Dallas. So, yeah, I, I, I could see him doing... I, I think it's going to be a match. 
and like I said, I, when I was saying I was criticizing it, I wasn't really criticizing it. No, in I know what sense, you meant. But like, it's just like that fire that it's it's not what I would remembered. I still felt I amped up, especially how do you, if you're if you're a wrestling fan and you hear glass break, how do you not? Fucking get that feeling like oh look, yeah. Look at the pop he got when you and I were at Raw. Yeah, it's it's legit. It was deafening. Legit, and it's going to be the same thing. Uh, night he's coming on, it's going to sell out. I, my understanding is the E is having trouble selling that place out right now. That's fine. And I don't and I don't think it's it's a hundred thousand seats stadium, yeah. Jay. I, no, you're not going to sell a hundred thousand tickets. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's a product problem. I just think it's a it's. Look where we are. As big as New Japan Wrestling is, New Japan's not going to sell every... They yeah. used to 25, 30 years ago. But now the question the question begs to be asked because this these talks were happening eight years ago with CM Punk when they had they had like that work shoot interview with Jim Ross. Uh, that would have been a perfect time for Austin to come back. Is it too late? Is it too late for for an? Let's just say it's an Austin match, one and done. He puts and you know whether he puts over Kevin Owens or he does, you know whatever ha- whatever happens. Is it too late? Nineteen years is a long time. Yeah, it is. Hogan did it. Flair did it. All the greats did it. Rock did it. Even though Rock is in tremendous shape. Yeah. But Rock still did it. Him and Cena had those great matches. Yeah. Right. Honestly, I don't care. I mean, I I, I, I don't care about the match. I, I care about seeing him there. Yeah. So if even if he came out and took a beating. Yeah. Oh, you leave him alone, dude. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, he's so he's, he's, he's like a mushy old man now. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it, it, this is the perfect opponent for him. I think it's the perfect opponent because Kevin Owens understands. The significance of Austin and his contribution to the, to his, to his business. So if Kevin Owens wants to get back into the limelight and do some something significant at the biggest stage of their game, why not bring Austin in? I think so. I I I think I do think it's a now and never aspect. I think it's if it's if it's now, Austin's the only holdout. Of somebody that said, "Hey, I'm retired, and I've and I'm and I'm staying retired." Yeah, and everybody else comes back. Edge just came back, and he wasn't yep. supposed to wrestle ever. Yeah, well, that was that was a forced retirement type thing, or what have you. Well, he was kind of Austin was kind of forced into it. Or yeah, he, he they told him he, he shouldn't be wrestling no more with the neck and the back and all that other shit. He had a bunch of surgeries. So, I mean, it's you know they, they they didn't tell him like what they told Edge. Yeah, but he he was kind of forced into it. He didn't want to leave. These guys don't. I mean. You know, they they put this, they put these, um, these, uh, they put damage on their bodies, man. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's like a car. Well, and, and, and Austin said it quite a few times. The idea of it took him a long time to get the business out of him. And the idea of like that always grinding and, and, and always on the go. And when he had to stop, like he, he had trouble stopping. He had trouble acclimating to life outside of it. And he, and I always felt that that was a reason why he never did come back was because he goes, it took me so long. Yeah, he moved to California. He got the ranch in Texas. Yeah. Um, is the ranch in Texas? Or was it California? It was in Texas. Broken Skull. Yeah, it was so, in Texas. Now I think it's in, 
I think he bought like a huge plot of land in like Nevada or some shit. Yeah, but like this is in, that that yeah, you, like you said, that transition is hard for these guys. He did some acting. Mm-hmm. He does the commercials now with Ice T. Well, I think it was hysterical. The oh, the Thai yeah. commercials, yeah. right? But like it's it's that thing where you know what? If he if he looks good, he 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 sounds good. Yeah. If he looks good and he can give Kevin Owens five or ten minutes, why not? I think I like I said. It doesn't have to be a long match. It's not gonna be a fucking listen. You got first of all, you're gonna put seven to ten matches each night. Yeah. So like it's not. And by it, the way, can, can we can we stop with the two night WrestleMania? Oh now? man, hard. But just to close up with Austin, it's like you know, if you're gonna shoehorn something like that, it might as well be that. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for it. Listen, I have the network. I was funny. I, I was just watching Rivalries last night. Which uh, one? Oh, Dusty. Rick Dusty Flair. Flair. Got me. I just watched Piper and Hogan last week. My uh, Dylan sitting next to me. He's like, "Who's that?" I was like, "Dusty Rhodes." He's like, "Who's that?" He's like, "Rick Flair." So I had to. He goes, and then he go back to his phone. He looked back up. He goes, "What are they talking about now?" I said, "Oh, Rick Flair's." Talk about how much money he has and this and that. Like I'm trying to trying to get him excited. He keeps looking up, looking down. It. I can make it work. If I can make if I can make the little ones sing Mr. Big, I can turn him into a wrestling fan. Just like music. Yep. Pro wrestling nostalgia is timeless. I was having a conversation with Ron Singh last night. Ron Singh is he does those uh, miniatures, he does the character he does the figures and the, he makes those little mini sets. He he just made a Madison Square Garden microphone drop. With, I'm telling you, I'll show you the pictures. It is really? he's making a pipus pit. I said, dude, we're going to commission you to do something for us. We're going to see him at the convention in May, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay, yeah. And I said, I said, I, what you're doing, and he does, he makes, he builds these, uh, the tables by, by hand. He make, he, you know, it, it's just amazing what he does. So I said to him last night, I'm like, dude, you have to understand something. I was like, the nostalgia of this whole thing is the reason why I still do the podcast. Um, the, 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 my era will forever set the tone for every single thing that you guys watch now. Yeah. And there's nothing I love more than that, you know? As corny as some of it was, as bad as some of it was, it was still bad but good, you know, as Run DMC would say. Yeah. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, so all right, so speed of mania. Let's go over the matches so far. Like I said, you're looking at almost 20 matches. They're still not finished with the card yet. Yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, I understand why it's two days. You got, you got so much talent. I understand it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. It's just their way of selling tickets. And, yeah, and getting everybody in. You know, um, and not worried about time restraints either because you have the network. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor would defend the U.S. Championship against Damian Priest. Um, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. I mean, we'll we'll preview the card. I'm excited. When it, yeah, I, I uh, was it. Sami Zayn that just put. I think he just posted something about. Uh, he was just calling uh, Johnny Knoxville, and like they was posting pictures of him, like texting him and whatever. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Um, let's see here. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad they took the belt. Off of Sami Zayn for that, yeah, perfect, yeah. Because let's not let's not the Intercontinental Championship to to a celebrity Knoxville. match, yeah. right? Correct. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, awesome. Did you watch the interview with with yep. Vince? Yep. It was good. I loved it. It was. Good. I loved it. I love I love McAfee. I know you're not the biggest McAfee fan. I'm hoping he turned you. They're big on him though. 
dude, like you said, I, and and Vince Vince laid mention to it during the interview. He's like, you know, what you do, like and, exactly what you do is like you're. It's something different. The idea of a personality or a Bobby Bobby Hula sports entertainment threw it right into a blender and and put his own his own season in on it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, uh, listen, what's his face? He, you know, McAfee can win, and and Austin Theory. I show it like I always say, Austin Theory can lose and still look good. Something, you know, there'll be some kind of shenanigans. There'll some, something will happen, but it's it's gonna be good. Yeah, the original rumor was him was Pat McAfee and Vince. I don't want to see seventy three year old Vince in the ring. I'm sorry. I, I think Vince is going to play play a, 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 a role. He's going to play well, some it, sort of a role. It's funny. It's Austin Theory because Vince is very high on Austin Theory. Yes, as well as he is at Pat McAfee. Well, well Austin Theory just main evented Madison Square Garden last week. And and you know what? I don't. And I'm not mad at that <laughs> because you know what? It it told a good story. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And the ending was perfect with 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 Roman Reigns laying yes. out Brock Lesnar. Okay, yes. people like oh, you know. Uh, and Nick German was like, "Oh, you know, they 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 plugged this this big, you know, this surprise guest for how many weeks now?" And then, of course, here we get everybody thought it was going to be Cody. Everybody was like, oh, well, you same thing. And I'm like, you know what? I said it. Even if, even if Bob Austin Theory getting involved in that match would be because yeah. he got his ass kicked yes. and he wants re- he wants re- he wants retribution. He's like, you know what? I was considered a, a contender for the title. This dude just beat up on me, nah, nah. And he gets to first of all headlines Madison Square Garden. You're doing something right. Yep. Okay, yep. I don't give a shit what year it is. Whether it's eighty five, ninety five, two thousand five, two thousand twenty one, a wrestling card in Madison Square Garden. You are the goods. You could take that everywhere. Brody King was just on Jericho's podcast recently. Said the same exact thing. I got to uh, be on a card at Madison Square Garden. Yep. Let alone main event it. I can walk away tomorrow. Yep. and fucking be good about it. The garden still holds weight. I'm sorry. Yep. And it told a good fucking story. And if you can tell a good story before WrestleMania still in 2022, I'm not mad at you. Yep. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Ugh. Uh, Women's Tag Championship, Queen's Zone, Queen Zelina, Mrs. Alice the Black, and Carmella versus Naomi and Sasha Banks. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll preview it when it comes to uh, AJ Styles versus Edge. Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. There's a, there's a big... um. Ray's on the cover of two two K twenty two. By the way, yeah, it got it's got mixed reviews. Hammer still hates it. He didn't buy it, he, but he always says he hates it and he winds up buying it anyway mm-hmm. because he's my son. This is what we do. Um, there's a big rumor that Ray may retire soon. Ah, so let's hope Dominic does his turn on on him soon. So he can have like a nice they little. They got the match, weren't they? Like I don't know the story. Ray, Ray's I, I, like I don't really want. Right, so let's so let's hope Dominic gets that one push that they want him to do. That he'll turn and. And put Ray, take Ray to the to the to the past if Ray wants to retire. Yeah. Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Bianca's gonna get her her, her revenge, hopefully. I I you know I, I like the idea of of you know Becky Lynch holding on to the title, uh. But yeah, I agree. I think Bianca needs a win back. Give her SmackDown Women's Championship: Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Uh yeah. How do you not like this? I yeah. it's it's gonna be good. I I think it's main event in night one, right? I think that's gonna be uh, WrestleMania Saturday. WrestleMania Saturday is gonna be main eventing the the girls at the main event. Yep. And which is they, they did that last year, I think, with, with Bianca Belair and uh and was it was it was it, and uh, Sasha Sasha whatever, and then Becky came back. Remember? 
yes. both injury. And then, of course, title versus title, Roman Reigns, Universal Champ versus Brock Lesnar, WWE Champ. That'll headline night two, uh, Sunday, WrestleMania, WrestleMania Sunday. Sunday. So we'll see what happens. And like I said, they're going to shoehorn some more shit. I'm hearing uh, the Steiners, maybe, for WWE Hall of Fame with Vader really? and Undertaker. I'm also hearing Charmel, which I don't know why. I mean, I know she was a Dallas. Nitro dancer. Texas, I guess. She's a Nitro dancer, and then she became Mrs. Booker T. Huffman. But yeah. I, I, I mean, there's so many other people that should be getting o- in. Almost, almost like Michelle McCool would almost make more sense. Oh, it's Taker's wife. That's yeah. why. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's what I'm hearing right now. It's the rumor right now. But so far, it's it's Taker and Vader. I'm dying to see who's going to induct Vader. Um, yeah, I wonder. Maybe they'll bring Stan Hansen. Maybe in. you bring Stan Hansen the in. Bad man from Borga, Texas. You know, maybe, maybe, dude. maybe you bring him in. I mean, who else could you really? Mick have? Foley can do it. You know, if Sting, Sting can do if it. If Sting wasn't in AEW, if I'd Sting, say if Sting wasn't, yeah, if Flair, I, if, if Flair, Flair's got heat with them now, so he's not going to do he it. He ain't doing it. Yeah. So I think Stan Hansen, Stan Hansen's the you know could be Cornette. Yeah, it could be Cornette. You know, you know, he had so many. You know, Vader had so many. Uh, Partners and friends, Ron Simmons, yeah, could put him in because he beat him for the world. He beat, he beat but they made they made they made just you know like what was it last year? They didn't really have many inductee inductors or whatever it was, and you know so I like I'd like to see I like to see some I, I I'm happy in that. And by the way, I I I caught what they did. Could they not use a better picture of of Vader? They had to use yeah. the one the one time he put his singlet on backwards. That's the photo they got to use. Uh, yeah, and it's not even a rib either because he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I v- listen without a doubt, Vader is more than deserving to be in in the in the Hall of Fame. You know, you talk about and Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm hearing, um, I, he's my Bam Bam Bigelow is my favorite big man of all yeah. time. Scott Charles Bam Bam Bigelow from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Bam Bam and Vader were a team. Yep. Uh, but th- these guys set the tone for the super heavyweights. You know, Vader was doing shit in Japan with that strong style shit. He brought that here, man. But not even that. But also, Bam Bam the man is is more like yeah. I. I just heard a great interview with um, the hell's his name. He has a YouTube show. It'll come to me. Uh, but it was during COVID. It was old with Spike Dudley. And uh, Spike doesn't do many interviews, and he and he was talking to him about. He goes how great Bam Bam really was to to everybody, especially in the ECW locker room, but to just to to uh, Spike himself. The idea of like just thing and giving him his body and letting him do, you know, basically putting him over and everything, you know. Yeah, uh, I didn't see NXT, hence why we're watching it now. Yeah, on, on with the volume down. Ziggles won the world ta- the NXT World Championship. You know, uh, I'm not mad at that. Well, there, but my question would be, did they bring Braun Breaker up already? They're gonna do that to bring to bring everybody. Um, and which reminds me, I I wanted to say this before about Austin, with uh, you know, if Austin comes back, and I there has to be somehow or another, I just want a quick, a quick like interaction with, Austin, with Austin. And fucking L.A. Knight. I just want a what year off. That's all I want. I I, I don't think we're asking much with it. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Exactly. What? You know, that's all it needs to be. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I don't have a what. I used to have a what a long time ago. But, I got a new one. But, uh, 
So, but the match I seen, the match was really, really good. Um, I'm not mad with Ziggler going down and, and being a champion there. I'm not mad at that. I, I, I think what he's doing, I, I, I love the idea of, of kind of giving back. And they, you know, they protected Braun Breaker. He didn't, he didn't eat the victory. You know, uh, they had Ciampa in there to, to, to take the fall. Um, but it was, it was, it was good. Uh, Braun Breaker. Yeah. I think right after WrestleMania, the day after, whoop, you right think up. so, huh? Yeah, that you want to get a little quick? Unless, unless like they're going to have the rematch. Cause I think they're having the NXT event. Stand and deliver. Yeah. We'll, we'll preview that. Also. WrestleMania Saturday. Saturday. It'll be during the afternoon, by the yeah. way. Yeah. We'll preview that WrestleMania weekend. And, uh, she, um, so with. You know, I, they, they, unless you, you're gonna have a big victory there, which, like you said, they get the Steiner brothers in for 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 the Hall of Fame. Perfect timing. Yeah. And listen, who doesn't want to have a fucking hot mic with Scott Steiner? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> It'd be cool if it was them, and then his son could induct them. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really good. His son, his son could induct his dad and his uncle. You know, I mean, he sounds just like his uncle, by the way. Oh God, spitting image. He looks just like Rick, but sounds like Scott. Not mad at that. Yeah, Rick sells real estate in Georgia. Hey, listen, he's uh, I saw, I see his ads all the time on on the internet. <laughs> all right, any other news before we go to break? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. All right, yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks. It's Phil. It's Jay. It's live to tape episode four forty, whatever the fuck it is, and uh, we're moving right along. It's it's WrestleMania season, and. Uh, we're all in good spirits with that. So we'll be right back. Take a quick break. Let's plug up pals and uh, pay some bills. Promoteration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge. Have some laughs. Because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the mark order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. 
If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcade VHS and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Back. Turnbuckle throwbacks. Live to tape. Live to tape. A little old school, actually new school now. We'll get into that in a couple seconds, but yeah, you know, yeah, no throwback this week. We're just shooting the shit. You know, he uh, apparently this 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 music isn't owned by WWE. Which it, was, not which anymore, was anyway. Yeah, well, it, it was even before then. I remember hearing this like on Spike. Or something like with other shows. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember hearing this a few a few other places. I remember on shows back in the day. Oh, well, the Hardys did make their uh, return. The worst kept team. secret in in professional wrestling. Oh, uh, it was fucked up because so they had this kind of, they had this forum with Andrade and 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 um and Matt on Dynamite because they took the they took the L. Well, well, actually, you know what? Let's get into the pay per view real quick. Um, it was really good. Two, I I listen. I understand. You, you only guys only have like a 40s a year, but you got to start these pay-per-views earlier, man. I'm sorry. I had the pay-per-view at 7. I literally, my son, it was a school night, and he got permission, but, you know, and even though Elaine had took, taken the day off the next day, that's a fucking trek from here. Yeah, 60, yeah. 70 miles. So by the time they left and I got to bed, it was after midnight. Yeah, oh yeah. They got to start doing something about that. Or do it on a Saturday night. You know, don't do it on a fucking Sunday. I don't understand. You know, maybe because of the blood, whatever, whatever, because the to the chain match, whatever. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, it's four fucking hours, man. It really, really is. Uh, uh Layla Hirsch beat Chris Statlander. Yeah, it wasn't very really a good match. Was, you know, but 
Layla Hirsch is a like a Kurt Angle type. Yeah, legit Layla Hirsch. Yeah. Um, teacher losing to the student. Hook beat QT Marshall with the red rum. It is the Kata Hachime or whatever. I don't care what, what my son tells me. <laughs> it is the Taz mission. He learned it from his dad. Let's not get it twisted. Um, the House of Black beat the Death Triangle. Uh, who had Eric Redbeard as their as their partner? Um, which I which I don't know if he's signed or not signed. Uh, Redbeard. It might as well. They're signing everybody else at this uh, point. It's fucking ridiculous. I, I, well, yeah, I'll get into it later. Uh, Chris Jericho loses to Eddie Kingston, like we called it. Yeah, good match. I haven't seen the match. I, the that's match a, was that's the next really one I good. See. The match is really good. Um, Jurassic Express uh, retained against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. There's distension in the ranks. Oh, yeah. I will get into that in a second because we'll review AEW Dynamite. Um, Wardlow wins the face of the revolution match, ladder match. He beats Ricky Starks, Christian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, Orange Cassidy, and Keith Lee. Um, and then Jade Cargill is 29-0 now as she retains her AEW TBS championship against... One of the nicest asses on television right now. Oh yeah, and Hammond's new girlfriend, Ty Conti. Man, I tell you, Ty Conti is is taking some fucking heat on social media right now. She even responded. She even asked Brandy and Cody, "Can you guys come back? We're getting all the heat now." Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty funny. CM Punk defeats MJF in a dog collar match. What a match! Really good match. Uh, Wardlow decides to interfere and I just did now on Punk's behalf, and we'll get into that in a couple seconds. Um, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, um, defends and retains her AEW Women's Championship against Thunder Rosa. And John Moxley defeats Brian Danielson with William Regal coming back. Yeah. And, uh, Taking him under his wing, apparently. Apparently, and uh, well, I think so, I think something big's gonna happen because he he had that promo on Wednesday, and he's, he he kind of laid mention. He's like, ah, I ain't got much time left, and all this stuff. So I I don't know what's gonna happen. Like it it seems like because it's now all of a sudden like they hated each other. Now they're a tag team. Like they're gonna have William Regal uh, managing them, manager now? maybe or maybe advising them. We'll see what happens. Um, Darby Allen, Sting, and yeah. Sammy Guevara defeat AHFO. Um, and of course, the main event, Adam Hangman Page retains his AEW World Championship against Adam Cole. Oh yeah, baby, really good match too. Yeah, not 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 surprising. Adam Page winning. No, we we knew it. We knew yeah. it. Um, all right. So now, AEW Dynamite happens. Jay just mentioned the whole um, William Regal promo with, with Moxley and Danielson. Wardlow comes out, and drops a drops a uh, promo that he, even though he's still in the contract with with uh, MJF, MJF can go scratch. Yeah, um, that's gonna be cool. And then I played the Hardys music, as you know. Uh, they Andrade kicked out uh, Matt Hardy. And the crowd chanting Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Music yeah. goes off. Here's what pisses me off. They play the music. Jeff doesn't come running out. He starts dancing. He's fucking dancing. His yeah. brother's getting pummeled in the ring. Yeah. Bad fucking, just terrible all yeah. around, man. Terrible all around. Um, they, 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 what they should have did was not 
debut the music there. We all knew, like I said, it was the worst, worst kept secret, uh, you know, in wrestling. Adam Cole uh, basically said, um, he told uh, Adam Page, I want to get you in a six man. I got two guys. You bring two guys. The Bucks thought it was them. It's not. Yeah. It's Red Dragon. There's dissension in the ranks because they would have said, oh, look at that. It's Nikki, Nikki Lyons. Yeah, oh, she's, my she's God. taking over the internet. Jay, is she? Can I ask you a question? I have oh, to ask no, you. Nope. We, wait, we, waited, we waited for you to come back to yeah. play it. Is she all the way live? She is, but someone's got the crown this week. I, 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 let's play the music. Let's, yeah. Like we can't play. I hate playing it without you. So, oh my! Look at her, dude. I would. I would. I Twenty-two would, years old. I would normally say yes, but when you when AEW goes out and signs PVC, oh yeah, Van Zandt. I'm sorry. All right. But, so she was all the way live last week, though. Yes. For sitting on that chick's face. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So. All right, because we it's 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 not right. We play the music without you. Oh, you okay. can. No, I I know I do whatever the but, fuck I want. But now, but it's your show. It's true. But but Paige Van Zant is all the way live. Okay, she also so yeah. As we're getting to anyway, back to dynamite. Uh, what the hell was I saying now? Damn it! I, I just distracted. Just, this beautiful fucking woman just cut me. Not cut. with all that makeup though. On I don't face. give a fuck, dude. I care. Oh, it comes off, bro. And it's it comes off and make yeah. It's, it's, Anyway, I'm saying. All right, so yeah, so Eddie yeah, the Hardys. Yeah. It was like, all right, you know what? <sighs> Whatever. Another another fucking another signee. It's five pounds of shit in a two pound bag. Oh. Um, and then of course uh, Jericho comes out and and wants to apologize to Eddie Kingston for for not shaking his hand at yeah. the match. Jericho uh, shakes his hand, but then turns on Eddie Kingston. And here comes Santana Ortiz to break it up. And then, of course, 2.0 and Danny Garcia come out. Yeah. And now they're like the new inner circle with, what do they call themselves? Jericho Appreciation? Yeah, Cruise. Jericho Appreciation Posse or something So like there's that. no more inner circle. Jake Hager now is part of them, too. He's awful, by the way. He sucks. Um, And Sammy Guevara is still wearing a vest, so. Yeah, who knows? He's caught in the middle. So now he comes out. He defends his title. Against Scorpio Sky, Scorpio finally getting that singles gold. Finally, first guy to win the tag and and a singles title in in AEW, a TV title by the way, whatever you want to call it, the TV TNT title. And then of course Ty Conti gets jumped by uh, Jade Cargill, who's oh no PVC, no, PVC sorry PVC, who signs the contract. Yep. on her ass. I love it. A, yeah, you go. There's LA Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come out there, shake that head. Come let on. me let me let me talk to you. Stone Cold LA yeah. Knight. Yeah. Uh, dummy. You know. Dummy. Yeah. P- Paige Van Zant for AEW is a great find. Uh, I think it's gonna be good. She's one. She's just unbelievably hot. Uh, <laughs> two, legit badass. Uh, and also has a fucking personality on her. She knows. She knows what to do. Tay Conti is a great wrestler. I think there's only nothing but good things that are going to happen in the future there. And so I love the stuff. And by the way, uh, I had Jade Cogkill on, on the brain. Her and uh, Athena, the former... Uh, Ember Moon? Yeah. Going on on the Twitter space. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. 
You know, I'm so glad that you're not you're never on Facebook with us, but you're on fucking Twitter. I'm on the Twitter. You're though. on the Twitter machine. I'm on the Twitter machine. I love it. So, I just I just I just use it for news. News. What you do? I I that's what I, I don't do. post on it. That's what I've been doing with the fucking baseball thing. I've been, I've been yeah. I was refreshing it like every couple of hours at one point the other day. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going at it on there. So I think I'm pretty sure Athena is AEW bound. Maybe not signed. She won't be all elite, but. I, this leads me to the next question. I've and I've been saying it for a while. Okay. What? I I, I mean, I love the books because they are spending. I don't know much about finances. I don't know much about it, but what I do know is, pretty sure you're not supposed to spend more than you make. AEW has to be, at especially at this point, spending way more than they make. Well, like, when, when what you, is the revenue that they are pulling in? Well, when you own an English Premier League football team and you own an NFL team, and now you own two wrestling franchises, either he's not caring about the books, or he's not giving these guys what we think he's giving them. It, it, like I said, I let's just say creative freedom. I, I I agree with that. I think giving them a say. I think that that does hold a lot of weight towards the dollar signs. It, it has to. But I think anyway, you know, the idea that he couldn't come to an agreement with Cody Rhodes and it's it's down to, you know, and, and that guys are talking about like it's dollars and cents. It, I, I don't think that's it. I, I think I think it has to do with with certain, you know, creative side of it. OK, and I think that's why Cody left. But unless unless Tony, what do you call him last week? Dixie Khan. Dixie Khan. With his fucking promises, jokingly, by the way. Yeah, he uh, unless he's unlike you said, he's making making them, you know, good deals here in, in the sense of hey, you get all your merch, you get all this, you know. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. I'm just giving you the platform. They're doing some kind of pizza thing with pro wrestling tees now. There's like a pro, there's a pizza franchise opening up. Oh yeah, they're naming pizzas after wrestlers. That's and, awesome. But anyway, but they're doing big things, and outside of his booking, sometimes it's still not a bad product. No, and it's at all. the quote unquote best wrestling show on television. Yeah. It's not it's not a it's not a show about wrestling. It's a wrestling show. Yeah. And they emphasize the wrestling. They emphasize the wins and losses. But there's so many fucking people now. Yeah. Are you moving them to Ring of Honor? You got Dark. You got it. You got you got Rampage. You got fucking Dynamite. What are you doing? What what's the what's the what's the what is the end result of all these guys and girls coming in? And not being lost in the shuffle. I think it's. I think it's. I think a streaming service is inevitable. I think it's going to be, uh, whether it's a deal with like HBO Max. It's Warner Brothers, so to make that makes perfect sense. By the you way, you know, uh, whether it's something like that, I, it's got to be something. That's because, like I said, because supposedly there was talks with with WWE with ROH, and. They couldn't come up to agree. Which, by the way, I'm, I, they, I heard the stories that like ROH sold for sixty million. Forty million. Choppy's absurd. Choppy's like, how can Vince buy WCW for that cheap, and then Tony Khan buying uh, AW for, uh, for Ring of Honor for that much? And I don't believe it. Listen, even cost of inflation. Let's just say. Let's just say, like hypothetically, you know, like it, there's no way it, it, it couldn't have been that much, right. and it ain't worth that much. Speaking of Tony Khan, yes. Speaking of Ring of Honor. There was a press conference uh, at the at the Revolution Pay Per View Media, uh, the media scrum, the medium media scrum, 
And Tony Khan is joined by the great CM Punk and a very bitter Betty. This is about three minutes and 20 seconds. Bear with us, but it's worth a good conversation. So here you go. In the back there, please. Oh, Righteous Reg, your Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, great match. Uh, seems like you were having a lot of fun, even though it was super brutal, which is fun. Um, everybody got a little fake out with MJF and the cult of personality, but you pivoted and brought back the AFI thing. How important was it to kind of pay tribute to yourself <laughs> with the gear and the theme and everything? Um, I mean, it was pretty important, you know? I loved ROH so much, you know, and uh, I, I can't explain how happy I am that with my footage, <laughs> it's in good hands, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's just, it's just good to know that it's in the hands of somebody who, who treat it well. I literally feel like my baby is in somebody's hands that I know will raise the child the right way and uh, do good things with it. And, you know, uh, it, it just, it won't get made into just some tab on a shitty, confusing app that's hard to navigate. Uh, and, and, and the boys don't get paid anything off it, you know what I mean? So it's just, it, it, it was, uh, you know, it, it, it's very to kind of pay homage to you know myself and stuff like that. Listen, I didn't get to do this; it didn't exist for seven. And uh, you know, the, obviously, the truth is that I I love professional wrestling very much. Um, so you know, to come back and to be able to for six months, <laughs> you know, it's it's not just do whatever the fuck you want. It's it's doing whatever the fuck you want and being being cocky enough to know that your way is not the right way. There's never only one right way, but it's fucking good. Yes. And to have somebody that listens to you and to have somebody that can take an idea and make it even better. Open dialogue, not just with him, but with other people in the locker room. And it's just, it's great that you don't have to beat your head against the wall and explain, you know, like why your idea and why I don't care who you, you think you are, that you, you don't know what you're doing. And it's, it's, everything's, everything's just so great. I don't even know if I answered your question. You can watch the full media scrum on social media. There's a bunch of clips now. I just That was the shortest one. And Jade has not heard it. Yeah. I want him to hear it. All right. So, you guys already know my opinion. So I want to I want to get your opinion, and I'll and I'll just and I'll piggyback on what you say. You know, listening to that, you know, you know, you 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 try to look at it from his from his standpoint. Um, when he was saying that the footage is in good hands, um, you know. Is he is he talking about it from a financial standpoint? Because then if he's saying that, he's no. But in the sense of the guys getting paid, yes. Like he made that comment. It, it because then okay, but you have to. I, I see. I think there's this misnomer about 
um, Vince that he that he doesn't care, and and I don't I don't really I don't I don't really buy into that. I I think he does care. I think he understands the nostalgia of it. Now he's right. The fucking app is still confusing to this fucking day. The cock. You, um. So, but in the same sense, you can't Vince arguably made his made his money on nostalgia. No so, shit. You know what I mean? So like to say that it wouldn't be in good hands, that's just that's just bitterness talking. That's you're still holding on to whatever bitterness that you've had from eight, nine years ago. And granted, listen, I love CM Punk. I, I'm glad to see him too. back. I love to hear that emotion. I love to hear that he has this fire, this passion that. But you know, you, you I don't know. I like game he's like I'm w- w- so then Clearly, my mind goes right to there's going to be a streaming service set up of some sort. I, I mean, Impact has one. New Japan has one. You know, um, God, you know, just insert. This just gives Tony Khan a, a, an excuse to broaden it because you don't have enough footage for for AEW to put a fucking... You have two years of TV shows yeah. and you have maybe, maybe a dozen pay-per-views. That's it. Yeah. I, you know, but, I, I you know, I, f- for the most part, I don't have too much of a problem with what he said because I'm just trying to assume his position and I think his position is is that is the but so then like are is Tony Khan going to pay these guys for their likeness cuz then guess what how is that like I, I I think there's I think there's an I, I you know there's a empty cart here at some point cuz like I said I'm just looking at things in 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 dollars and cents like you, you're you're shelling out all this money. I, I, you know, like let's just say the forty million is accurate. But but even if it's four million, where is this? You weren't. There's no way they are they are net positive at from a business standpoint. Well, I would really, I would really love to see it because I, because it, and I and I get the idea of starting a business and you know for the first two years you ain't making money. Maybe this is where we are. Maybe we're in that area. The you know the the pandemic happened, so maybe give another year. But you can't spend money at, at a at a real fast rate and get nothing in in return. My opinion. I love punk, just like you do. And I was very critical of him coming back and not looking the way he looked seven years ago. I'm I'm very. I'm cynical about that, and I, obviously, I'm. I can't expect people to be in tip-top shape every time they come back and do something like that. You know, it's a it's a very hard thing to do as an athlete, whether you're you're rest you're you're, you're wrestling, you're you're football, hockey, baseball, whatever, right? Like even NASCAR guys have to be in shape, yeah, to to, to drive, you know, in you know to the left, make left turns, make left turns, right? Um, my my whole thing is this. When Vince started the network, did these guys were all under contract? Was there something in the contract saying they're going to get paid? Did all these guys complain about it? Did they did they ask for it? Did they? That's the stuff I want to know. Like I want to know. Like you know, you already get a cut from the merch. You know, you get a cut from the pay per view. You, you, it's a, it's in your contract what you're worth, what you're doing, and whatever, whatever. Here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example. This just happened. What was it last year with Scarlett Johansson? How, oh yes, with Disney. That's so. There's there's stuff. There's still stuff. Uh, you know, you look at stuff 
you in the contracts is black and white. There's no gray area. No, it's so when you, you signed for when it. When you sign a contract, let's just let's just take Punk for example. Let's just say 2012 he signed a contract, and all of a sudden 2014 the 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 you know the network comes out. There's no there's no uh you know paragraph in there that says anything about streaming and all this stuff and. You know, like, oh, yeah, in a few years, we may have a streaming service that may yeah, cut you, into your Is there a digital media clause? Like, I, that, that's my question. Okay. And, and, but what, what, what's, conf- what's kind of confusing about it is that the writing was on the wall from years prior when they had 24-7 on demand. They were using that stuff. They weren't using new stuff, but they were using older stuff. And this goes back to, here we go. I always say it, it goes back to Jesse Ventura. The idea of using his voice for the Coliseum videos, Jesse Ventura was ahead of this curve, saying, you can't use my voice without me knowing. That type of stuff. And so Vince, once again, very business savvy, probably put stuff in there. So we can use just... It's, you're, you're, you're passing the accountability hot potato in the sense of you're going, well, Vince... He's taking money from us. Yeah, but you signed the contract. Even if you don't know for sure, you know what can happen. Like, like there's a, there's a certain account accountability for me. Here's what I want to happen. Okay, I want the 20 years of Ring of Honor preserved in a sense that everybody can profit off of it. Right? As a fan, I don't give a shit because I don't care who gets paid. I have to pay to watch it anyway. That's first of all. However, we have friends in the business, okay? We have several friends now in the bus- in, re- in the wrestling business. We do, yeah. as a crew, okay? And we want them to get paid, whether it's WWE, whether it's Impact, whether it's ROH, AEW. This stuff doesn't go forever. Your, your career doesn't go forever. The NFL ain't paying you, know, you for your likeness after you leave. Neither is hockey. And NHL, neither is the MLB. You, you're not paying. You know. You know. You, you, I saw highlights this morning of, uh, of of Ken Griffey Jr. Jr.'s not getting profit off that. Of course not. No. So there. So there's a small responsibility. To right. That. So now here's Tony Khan can do something revolutionary that Vince didn't do. He could include the digital media portion of it. Same way. Musicians now, artists, get paid for streaming and downloads because they're not getting paid for selling records anymore because no one's buying records anymore. Yeah, but, here, but, yeah, but, but here's the thing. if you know, Obviously, you're not going to give, I don't know, you're not going to give, uh, no disrespect to Josh Silva, you're not going to pay Josh Silva the same amount of streaming money you're gonna, that CM Punk is going to get. Of course Or not, Kenny yeah. Omega is going to get or the Bucks are going to get. It, there's there's got to be tears to it, right? Am I bugging out? No, yeah. yeah You're not going to get fucking Kanye West money. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get that. Um, So Tony Khan can basically do what... Vin, I'm not, listen, Vince was savvy. Vince didn't screw anybody over on purpose, per se. No. Okay? Because Jesse figured it out from a long time ago because Jesse wasn't making any other money. See, because see, all these guys... You know how these guys make money? They fucking they go they do conventions they do yep. appearances. It's not like 
you, you, you can't, not everybody can go to the performance center and be a coach, like in baseball or football or hockey. There's guys in baseball 50, 60 years. Why? Because they became coaches yeah. and managers and, and, and administrators. Wrestling's not that big. You know what I'm saying? So Tony Khan can do something revolutionary now and give Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, fucking Homicide, Dan Moff. Was the first fucking tag team champion, I yeah. think, in Ring of Honor, right? Him and Mac, they can get money now. Low key, these guys all can get money. But, but here, but here's here's the issue: where are you getting it from? Right. If you promise guys this tiered system, right, right, right. you promise these. Let's just say whatever, ten cents or whatever, the, whatever the whatever the number is. Where are you getting the money from? Because it's it's you know yeah YouTube streams maybe. Like I said, how that stuff goes, it's it's, it's got to be advertising. It's got to be it's got to be uh, if, but sell, you're not, subscriptions. If you if you you once again, it's you got to be net positive. You're paying all this money, and then you're gonna pay for the streaming service. You have to sell X amount of subscriptions. Yes. We, how many times have we heard that the 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 network is under? Remember, they wanted fucking two two million subscribers. We haven't heard that magic number. They're still under. Right now, I'm sure with Peacock, it's I'm different. sure they they tweak it now because now you have Peacock numbers. Right. So people, now people, more people are buying Peacock than the WWE. Exactly. Right. So once again, barring if now let's just say hypothetically, Tony Khan gets in with HBO Max, which I think is which is inevitable. I think he's going to HBO Max. I think those rumors that we heard before the ROH thing, I think that's what's really true. Then yes, then you're gonna help yourself, but it's it's still, it's still laser be it still lets a problem happen in the sense of where are you getting the money from? Because now yes, you gotta hope you gotta hope that HBO Max goes all right, Mister Khan. Yeah, I want AEW and all your ROH stuff. I'm gonna pay you five million dollars. Then okay, yeah, great. Then you look at the guys and go, yeah, remember when you said that about. You know, service and all that, and f- can't do it, guys. Sorry. Then it starts. It's it starts to snowball. It's and it's bad. It's what Punk is saying is correct, but once again, at the end of the day, it's what I always say about the. It's what I say about the the concussion lawsuit. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Right. You have to hold yourself to that standard. Right, and he didn't. Yes. He just started to see stuff that he didn't like, brought it to a light. And walked away at we, the top of we the game. All, we all do the workplace thing. Yeah, of course. You get an order, and you just go, it would be so much better if we did it this way. I, or, did, I, did, I, did, I said it the other day, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Or when something doesn't work out, you go, huh, should have been done this way. But I'm not, I'm not in that seat. That's in low, that's low-hanging fruit. And, that, right. and you should never, there's really no good reason to do that in the sense of you could possibly... You know where you go. It's gonna help the business. Yeah. Well, guess what? Like Freddie Prince Jr. is talking about getting a TV show, getting these, getting the wrestlers under SAG. Wrestlers should have been under SAG a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whatever Safstra, whatever the fuck it is, a screen actor. But stuff. then, but then the whole union thing comes back again. And then once again, it's it's it snowballs. So we so listen. I just you can't be a bitter Betty. And still profit. That's off, what I got right. out of it. You can't be a bitter Betty both ways. It's either you, you're going to be an advocate for the future of what they're doing in terms of streaming and, and paying and and saying. Either you're an advocate 
or you're a bitter Betty because you didn't fucking get it. Well, like he was saying about the Jim Ross thing, like there's there's no need. There was no need to to go in that direction of like that's that's just clear underhanded sh- shots at WWE. Which, yeah, of course, whether it's deserved or not deserved, that's neither here nor there. But that's 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 sour grapes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You 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 got. Uh, and I'm not even going to say that the way that Punk feels is irrelevant because he, everything he's saying is right. You know, the idea of like, but it's just everything is timing. You came up, you were the champion, you were the guy 400 some odd days, whatever the case was. But yeah, the main event, unfortunately, was fucking CM Punk against uh, the uh, uh, Cena against The Rock. It It just happens that way. Like you could do two things about it. Complain about it. Or make them fucking regret. Shit it off the pot. Make them, make them fucking regret that they Shit put it there. Shit it off the pot. And, and Punk should have did that. Yeah, did he Did he get tired and go and take his ball and went home? No, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not debating why he left. Oh, yeah. No, no, because no, there's I agree. A lot, there was probably a lot of shitting that went on that he let but go. But you leave it there. Exactly. You leave it there. D- yeah, don't bring all your fucking dirty laundry to somebody yes, else's house I if agree. you're not going to clean it. Agreed. Okay? So that, that's my thing. Either be an advocate or and shut the fuck up. Or just be a bitter Betty and listen. You saw the emotion. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. Ring of Honor and Mott Spock and I were talking about this too. Ring of Honor was amazing. I didn't catch on until five years into the product. Okay, I was just my career was at that point was in, insane. I was I was living my dream almost. To the, and I would catch stuff on the fly. Um, but when I caught on, I caught on. I was so fucking happy. I yeah. did, and I love Ring of Honor, and I and I'm and I'm glad. You know, my son got to witness the punk and the Joe and the, and 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 you know Tyler Black and all those, and Brian Danielson and and Kenta and Morishima and Nigel McGuinness and the fucking the Briscoes. It goes on and on and on. B.J. Whitmer, Steve Carino, uh, but anyway, Kevin Steen, yeah, Generico, yeah, yeah. right? Anyway, the that that library is amazing, and it set a tone for what you see now on television. Let's be honest here. Rob Feinstein, with the intent of being different, him, Gabe Sapolsky, all fucking Paul Heyman guys, by the way. Yep. Okay? And that turned into Evolve, and that turned into NXT, and that turned into AEW, and it turned into fucking... Yeah. To, you know, to all these fucking Dragon Gate and, and you know, and Zero One and all these other fucking promotions. So Ring of Honor, the legacy is preserved. And even if fucking Vince bought it, the library, the name, let's say he, he he wouldn't start the promotion. Let's say he just bought the library like he did with WCW, right? You know what? I don't see them, you know, lo- I don't see that value losing. You're going to see it on the cock. You're going to see it on the, ne- on the network. Of course not. Right. So I just, there's this thing where it's, it's the bitter Betty and that irks the fuck out of me and like, you have to. You can't be both, man. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You well, and and that's what I mean. Like, because you're saying that now, <laughs> TNA. Uh, you know, around 2010, 2011, Hogan was there, and it seemed like it's not what it was, but it seemed like every week or every other week, Dixie had a big announcement, and it was this big, and every it was. And there was nothing. It was like, oh, I had this great return. Because yeah, she had Bischoff. She and had Hogan. And it's Tommy Dreamer. Like, I love Tommy Dreamer. Don't get me wrong. But it's not, yeah. But he's, he's, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not what, you, what you're what you promising. And what Punk is now essentially said 
excuse me, that he's he's setting that bar up way too high for Tony Khan to reach. And I'm sorry, but there's no way bar you get an a, a, an unbelievable amount of money. Uh, like I said, HBO Max to go, oh my God, you have been what we've been missing. And and I hate to say this, you know, I love the R, I love old ROH, but sh- short of a minute, minute section of us that would look at it like the W, it's no WWE network. It's it's not production value. Uh, Nostalgia is great. Yeah, no, but the, again, they're number one because they're because their their production is amazing. They're number one because they're a global product and and they're and they're and they're openly. Uh, traded company. They're number one because you're watching them on Fox yeah. and USA Network. That's why you're. That's why you, it's. And, that's why you. That's why, dude. That's and why. It, and if and if packaged correctly, then possibly yes. But I. But let's call it what it is. For as it stands right now, how many people are going to pay? What? Ten dollars a month. Five dollars a month. Are, are people gonna pay? Not that many for an ROH for a niche audience wrestling for a Federation? niche audience thing. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. So then, once again, Punk saying that, you know, is puts more pressure on Tony. Puts Khan. more pressure, and it's and it's now because now Tony Khan is gonna be like, uh, I got to do this. You're painting yourself into a corner that's just inevitable. Listen, I've said this from the beginning. I've said this since you joined the show. Actually, that's around the same time frame. We want this to succeed. Oh, without a doubt. We want AEW. I want any kind of wrestling federation to blow up and do the right thing. And I think it's more they're doing. Us. And I right. think they're doing. And it. they're doing the right thing. Profit wise, that's another story. But again, I'd love to see that. I'm I, telling you, I, the the books have to be the books have to be astounded. at this point with all the people you're bringing in. Again, though, like I said, it could be it could be a thing where they're taking a the cut. Maybe they're not paying them as much. Maybe there's there's a thing. Maybe it's like an incentive thing. Maybe it's like you know, if like maybe it's a pay per like a per diem type thing. Like ECW, he would pay guys by appearance. Yeah, he didn't pay Sid a salary. He didn't pay fucking Rick Rude a salary. Well, these guys are under for the most part some of them contract. are. Yeah. yeah, a lot of but maybe a lot of guys well, are like aren't. like Nyla Rose is she's performing at Warriors of Wrestling I think next month or whatever. So like so certain people are New on J- No, yeah, but guys are going to New Japan too like yeah. so you know, like so then you still have an I know Brody King still with New Japan. And it, and there was a thing with, you know, you could still work outside, you know, things I guess it's got to be cleared or whatever. But so like so maybe there is a per diem thing. Maybe it is like, "Hey, listen, every time you're on the show, I'll give you a X amount of dollars, but right. still, if it's X amount of dollars and you're bringing in minus X amount of dollars, it's it's the chickens come home to roost at some point. And that, granted, anybody has been a number two. ROH has been considered number two. TNA has been considered number two. That's right. WCW has been considered number two. That's right. Uh, WCW has been considered number one at one point as well. They were number one. ECW. Was number one at one point. They were number one. They were definitely number two at one point. They were definitely number two for a long time. What is the difference between all those? They're not number one. They all failed. Yeah. And that's the difference right now. Granted, I don't know how to run a business. I'm not even going to try to sit here and say that. You're just going by what happened. But Tony Tony Khan must see something that none of us are seeing. So, I, I mean, listen. Once again, I am not... I am not... I'm not trying to talk bad i'm not wishing any kind of bad i just from my perspective is just going you are spending a lot of money 
<laughs> and and I don't. You're not doing live events. Their their pay per view numbers were good. I heard from Fight TV. They were. They had like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand buys. And Fight wasn't even available here. Yeah, it, it was that was outside. Outside. Bleacher Report was the app. So so I I heard they have really good numbers. So once again, I'm sure it's gonna work out. But it's just it's it's very interesting to me. I want wrestling fans to to take this oversaturated market that we have now and really try to digest all the good that's that's not bad, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so much good going on that this stuff is all politics that always prevent accountability. That we're not we're not wrestlers, we're not sports entertainers, we're just fans. And we see things from a different perspective, as always. We're all going to agree to disagree about certain things, but we're all have what the, what we have in common is we're all fans. Um, but take this as a um, take this 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 particular part this episode as a state of the union almost, um, because there's so many things that are about to happen with with this industry that you can only not help but get excited about it with the Ring of Honor acquisition, with the way AEW is progressing, with the way that um, WWE is trying to rewrite NXT, um, and then they're trying to get their shit together in terms of what they want to do in terms of the future. Yep. Where does Vince McMahon stand with all this? Where where does Where is Tony Khan going with the Ring of Honor stuff? Is it going to be a full-fledged promotion? Is it going to be an NXT breeding-ish breeding ground for guys that are not on television, girls not on television? Or is it just going to be a fucking name that he owns and stream all and stream twenty and stream twenty years of episodes and pay per views and events? So there's these all these things that are still things that we all watch. No one's stopping. No one's not buying merch. No one's not buying tickets to shows, and no one's not stopping watching it. Because if you did, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't be, be you wouldn't be as passionate about it. So yeah. you know what? Take it. Take that. What it would take it for what it is. Enjoy it and get just as excited as we are. Yep. Um. Anything else before we pull this train into the station? No, that's it, I think. All right, so like I said, be on the lookout for third, for Sunday night. Uh, I'm hoping, from shooting for 9 o'clock, I talked to Matt. I want to make sure Matt's available for it. We're going to have our picks. We're going to pick, uh, we're going to have a selection Sunday. It's like NCAA style. It's uh, mid-card March Madness. It's going to be fun. And then starting Monday and Tuesday, we'll start posting all the brackets. I mean, the matches for the brackets. And then uh, WrestleMania weekend, we will have... Uh, our Intercontinental mid-card fucking mania match. And uh, we'll have some fun with it. So let's uh, let's, let's pull this paint to the station. Man. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Time to go. Oh, no. uh, you guys know all the handles, social media handles, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Facebooks, we're on, uh, we're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We do have uh, TikTok, but I'm using it more for me. <laughs> so we The TikTok. The, t- the talk of Tick. And uh, you guys all, you know, TumbleGoodThrowbacks.com, RantEmRadio.com, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, Jimmy, Jimmy Ferrari, Dark Satellite Media, all that happy horse shit. On behalf of myself, Mr. Big, uh, Big Papa J-Cop, we are uh, out of here. Have a good rest of your week. Take care of yourselves and everybody else. And uh, don't get the clap. Don't get arrested. And uh, I don't know. Stay, stay healthy. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.